This episode of the ACB Advocacy Update has been made possible in part through the support of ACB of Minnesota. You're listening to the ACB Advocacy Update. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the episode of ACB Advocacy Update. I am one of your hosts, Swatha Nanda Kumar, ACB's Advocacy and Outreach Specialist, and I'm joined by Clark Rockfall, ACB's Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs. But Swatha, I'm not today's only co-host. Yeah, we're also joined by... Hello, everyone. My name is Eric Bridges, and I am the Executive Director of ACB. I'm pleased to be back on this very august podcast. Thanks, Eric. And thank you to everyone listening on ACB Media and on the where we get where we get your, your podcast so spotify or anywhere else you get the podcast and as always if you have advocacy issues that you would like to raise with swatha and me you can always email us at advocacy at acb.org awesome so eric who do we have what's going on today sure so this is really cool uh these Two individuals that we have on as our guests this week have been a part of ACB for many, many years and have been part of what was ACB Radio and now is known as ACB Media. And uh, it gives me great pleasure to introduce the manager of ACB Media and our IT manager, Rick Morin. Hi, Rick. Hi, Eric. It's great to be here. Thank you very much, guys. And then also uh, working on ACB Media in, in a contractor role, uh, a voice that's very familiar to many that have been listening to ACB Radio and ACB Media down through the years, Larry Gassman. Welcome. Thank you, Eric. Nice to be here. Great. So, first start off, um, Rick, why don't you tell us a little bit, a little bit about your history, history with ACB and ACB Media? How'd you get involved with ACB? How'd you get involved with ACB Media? And just the whole gambit. Yeah, sure. Happy to do it. You know, it's kind of kind of fun because when I went to college many, many years ago, I was really involved in college radio and always had this little fantasy of maybe doing something when I retired in the area of radio. So I, I uh, ACB, I started doing advocacy work with ACB around 2000 and uh, with the Bay State Council of the Blind, uh, you probably have heard uh, a lot of talk about Major League Baseball and stuff we did with them. I was um, one of the people that got a lot of that going with the Boston Red Sox. Um, and right around that same time, I became friends with uh, Brian Charlson and he and I uh, joined forces and we started doing stuff uh, in ACB radio. Uh, we were actually pro- doing some program uh, programming thing called the yin yang show. I think we did that for seven years. And then I, 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 I've been doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Um, I uh, have been involved with audiovisual at conventions now for eight or nine years and, um, and, and, you know, a lot of production stuff and, just like I said, just behind the scenes and, and, and just, I, you know, just I'm, I'm marveling at this unbelievable transformation that ACB Media has gone through in the last two or three years. I mean, when I joined ACB Radio back when and where we are now, uh, it's two totally different worlds. 
And Larry, similar questions to you. And I will tell you that this is a family-friendly podcast. Uh, so what, uh, what would you like to share with our listeners about your background? Uh, I'm going to be as concise as I can be, but I, I've loved radio since I was little. And I listened to radio since I was little. And I've, in college, I started doing some radio, writing copy and doing a few shows. And a lot of it has been for free because I didn't make it my vocation necessarily. But I've been doing old-time radio shows, interviewing people, probably close to a thousand of them since the 70s. So I loved radio, even though I wasn't directly involved in it for pay. And I always listened to ACB radio, probably since 2000 when it started, when Jonathan Mosin and Paul Edwards began to think about this. And I think it's probably one of the smartest moves ACB ever made was to do a radio station 24-7 and look where we are now. But I continue to work in radio, um, and never thought that I actually would be involved in a, well, it's sort of a contractor manager or position because I oversee other people. And and that's really exciting to me now that I'm retired and can devote some time to it. I enjoy it and I love radio and always have. Larry, how did you first get involved with ACB? I listened for a long time uh, and was always working. I worked for Marriott for 21 years, helping with accessibility and and uh, testing scripts and things like that so people could make reservations. But I was always doing radio stuff on the side, listening to ACB radio. And in about 2018, 2019, uh, I've known Jeff Bishop since the 90s. And he said, you know, you ought to get into streaming and get into editing for ACB because we, we need you and we need people to do that kind of stuff. I said, fine, if you show me how to stream I'll do it. And uh, John, my twin brother, it was similar as well. And we both got into streaming, loved it, enjoyed it. And I did a lot of that for the last couple of years at conventions. And eventually uh, I told Rick I'd love at some point when I retire, never knowing that it was going to happen sooner than later, to be involved uh, on the inside a little bit and to help out. Because I don't know that I know it all, certainly, but but I know enough to know that I can help. And, and that came about. So that's kind of where I am so far. Well, um, that is quite a long history of ACB Media. Um, Rick, um, what can folks who log into the website or acbme.org find or what can project and can expect? Well, if you go to acbmedia.org, uh, one of the things that uh, it does is it, you know, talks about the various uh, communication channels that ACB Media is involved with. Uh, obviously, the streams, you know, ACB Radio started out with, um, I think, six streams, and now we're up to 10. Uh, and a, a stream to a layman is, I mean, that's a, just a, basically an, an internet radio station. Uh, so we've got 10 of those now. We have, we've had an explosion in the number of podcasts that have been developed and uh, actually posted, published um, over the last couple of years. And ACB Media is an aggregator of all those podcasts. I mean, you can get to our podcast by subscribing to podcast feeds, or you can go to ACB Media and actually navigate directly to podcasts there and listen to them right off of the website. One of the, the things that you can do with ACB Media, too, is you can listen to all of our streams uh, right from ACB Media, there's a very uh, super player built in 
where you don't need to pre-install anything. You hit a button and it starts playing instantaneously. So if you've got access to a browser, you can get uh, access to our stream, uh, providing you've got some kind of sound capability on your computer, which is about everybody does nowadays. So uh, there's also a calendar there. Um, and, you know, which has the schedules uh, for ACB Media. And, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, we need to be a little bit more uh, diligent about is just making sure that calendar is, is updated on a more timely basis. But, you know, when people are interested in what's happening on mainstream, they can go to the calendar and they can see what our normal schedule is um, uh, there. Uh, we post when special events are going to occur uh, on the homepage for ACB Media. And um, yeah, I think those, those are the high points. We, we streamed the uh, Audio Description Awards Gala, yeah, for we, example, last Tuesday evening. Yeah, we sure did. Yep, that was a great event. Um, Larry, um, in addition to the, the um, listening online, how do folks engage with ACB Media? There's a number of ways to get to ACV Media. You can certainly listen online, which is easy, uh, or is supposed to be, and it, and it is. I think it's far easier now than it used to be. Um, you can listen through Alexa, um, and that device actually works out really quickly because all you have to do is ask her to go somewhere, and from most of the point, most of the time, she does correctly. Uh, you can listen on your stream, and I, I don't listen on my stream much. I read books on my stream, Victor Reader's stream, but a lot of people listen to ACB radio on their stream. So that's a very popular way to do it as well, whether it be the podcasts, community, etc. cetera, uh, ACB. Also, ACB Link is another great way to listen, and we're revamping ACB Link now. That's a project that's continuing on. A lot of people have said we need we need – to do that, and and we are, that's being handled now, so you'll see some results here, hopefully fairly soon. Um, and I think also on the phone, uh, a lot of people listen on the phone, more people listen on the phone to podcasts and in particular ACBs than do from their computers. I was astounded to learn that several years ago, but it's very true. A lot of us listen on the computer, but far more listen on the phone. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So, Larry, we're having this conversation, uh, the the five of us here today, and we're having this conversation over the Zoom platform. Would you mind giving us the just the schoolhouse rock quick and dirty version of how this recorded conversation becomes content on ACB Media? The ACB uh, uh, advocacy update has been around for several years, and it is actually created as we finish, it'll be a Zoom file, and then it is handed off to an editor, and for the last year or so, it's been me, and I will go through and edit um, so that everything that was supposed to have been said on the air is actually said on the air. Um, and I'll take out appropriate pauses, but I don't. Uh, I don't do a top forty version of this, meaning that I, it, everything is not butted up against everything else. It has to sound natural and believable, as if we were having a conversation, which we are. 
So any miscues, anybody who maybe coughs or sneezes or says, oh, could I stop? Could we do that again? That goes out. Uh, what I want the finished product to be, and all editors should strive for this, I think, it should be a conversation as if you were maybe not in the conversation, but you were listening. It should be a natural conversation between people in the room, and that's the way it should come out when it eventually airs. So I put a little opening on the on the beginning and a little closing at the close, which is in essence somebody actually announcing that this is an ACB advocacy podcast. And uh, then I up, uh, either upload it or get it to somebody who will upload it to uh, ACB Media. Uh, and I will also take it and upload it to ACB Media's rebroadcast area where we actually put it up so that you can hear it in replays throughout the week. And in addition to hearing it uh, played on ACB Media, it is then also available as a downloadable or streamable on-demand podcast. Every single episode, I believe, that that has been done is available as a podcast. You can go back to a ACB uh, advocacy update and see all the podcasts over the last several years that are there in case you've missed some, including this one. Four years worth. Yeah, it was about yeah. October 2018, right, Eric, that the first yep. one was started? Yep, and we've generally put out an, a new episode every week with very few exceptions. So a lot, a lot of podcasts, a lot of content. And it's really great content. And, and you know, a lot of it, continues to be very pertinent. So, uh, you know, we encourage people to look at the back catalog and, and listen to some of that stuff. Um, as we all know, some advocacy initiatives take quite a while for them to come to fruition. And there's, there's great, uh, great information there available as podcasts. And Eric, when this podcast began... Uh, there, there was nothing named ACB Media. We had ACB Radio. Uh, also, when this podcast began, we didn't have a global pandemic. So as, as the needs and the business of the organization has evolved over the last couple of years, how has ACB Radio, now ACB Media, evolved to meet the needs of the organization? Sure. Well, Rick, and Larry have have highlighted some of the the updates over the last couple of years, and one is we wound up really needing to take a look at what was called ACB Radio, and really understand that our our approach to to communicating our content had really changed, but some of the branding had not. And we also needed uh, really to invest in some of the, the key infrastructure for uh, our, our internet presence uh, to be more stable and sustainable moving forward. So uh, in came uh, Live 365, uh, which has allowed us to have a, a lot better uh, capability with each of our individual um, streams uh, being covered, uh, some of our streams being covered by copyright, um, where we play music. Uh, you know, going out and 
getting on the Pinecast network for our podcasts and having them housed there and not on a, uh, a, a legacy uh, site. Uh, just a lot of strategic investments and some rebranding. I think one of the key uh, innovations that, that we were able to, to, to navigate through was the, the creation of acbmedia.org, which is a lot more new, a lot more clean website for folks to access content. Uh, that was launched right before the 2021 convention. And then in addition or alongside that was the creation of the Alexa skill to allow for folks, uh, a tremendous amount of people and blind people in particular have at least one echo in their home. I think we have maybe six or seven <laughs> in our house right now. Um, and, and the the ease of use you know, wanting to make this content easy to, to procure, to, to, to listen to and having that and being able to say, you know, Alexa play ACB media. And then to have Alexa's voice say, tell me which, which channel you want, you know, one through 10. And then you say it and boom, you're there. Uh, you know, having it be simple. Uh, at times, down through the years, um, it hasn't always been simple to access our content. And at times, it's been a, a little bit uh, challenging. Now, you know, I, I'm not going to say we are where we need to be just yet, but we have made tremendous um, progress in allowing for a lot easier access to uh, quite, quite honestly, a mountain of content that's now being produced, a lot of which is generated through our community and community events uh, that are turned into podcasts. But, you know, there are a number of ACB-specific uh, shows slash podcasts that, that have been available for a long time that are churning really quality content like ACB reports, uh, the, the ACB uh, Braille eForum is a podcast. A lot of people don't know that. It is one of the more downloaded podcasts, but we don't, we've not promoted that uh, modality for, for, the, for the forum. Uh, this podcast, which by the way, you can, you can ask Alexa to play the ACB advocacy update and Alexa will do that, which is pretty cool. I've done that many times, uh, you know, cooking dinner or cleaning up after a meal. So a number of different ways to, to access things that are, are, you know, that were old are now new again. Uh, and then, you know, 20, 21st century technology overlaid with some of this. And to be, to be real frank with you, uh, being able to add headcount to help manage all of this has really been the, the largest bit of progress organizationally from a, from a staffing standpoint that, we, that we've made and being able to bring on uh, Rick as a, you know, as an employee. Um, and then in addition, uh, being able to have, you know, assistance from folks like Larry um, to, to help edit, to, 
to help voice. Um, it, it has been, um, it has been needed because there is a real uh, outcry for for content out there, and we're trying to to meet the demand. Great. So, Rick, um, Eric mostly covered it, but um, what kind of content is now available on AC Media that wasn't available before? Given that um, most events are now hybrid, hybrid or, or virtual only. Yeah, I, I, I mean that's a great point, Swap. But you know, I, you know, with the pandemic came uh, this thing called Zoom, and um, you know, so well, so many live events that were uh, pretty much uh, in-person type events suddenly became uh, events where people could attend virtually. Um, we did, uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, we decided in March of that year that the uh, convention that was going to happen in July was going to be done over Zoom. And not only do we take Zoom and, and create podcasts with it, we simulcast Zoom on ACB Media quite a bit. So when you're listening to convention uh, on ACB Media, uh, you know, what you're actually listening to is an event that's being produced on Zoom and then um, relayed to ACB Media. Um, so, so that, you know, from a technology standpoint, that, that is really, really new. One of the things we've always had, um, you know, it's always been a challenge is uh, being able to reach people uh, from a content standpoint. You know, uh, I mean, content obviously. Uh, uh, comes about with people, you know, saying things. And, and if you look at what's happening with community, uh, community has in essence created all these affinity groups or all these uh, areas of, of, you know, we call them calls, sometimes we call them shows. And, you know, Zoom is the, ena the enabler that allows that to happen. And that stuff transforms or transfers itself very, very quickly and very readily over uh, to live ACB media broadcast. Now, one of the things that's going to happen here in the next several months is right now we've got an ACB media community channel where there's a lot of things that happen live, which are streamed live. And, but then when it comes time for, I'd like to hear that again, I'd like to hear it in replay. Um, it, it hasn't been real easy for people to do that. So we are putting together a new, uh, well, let's call it ACB uh, Media Community 2 channel um, that's probably going to run on Media 2, which is going to be taking the best of the best content that's pre-recorded and uh, uh, producing it. Uh, to be very clean, like we would, you know, any other show edited to, to be very tight. And then that stuff will be run on a scheduled basis. And we'll be, we'll be able to promote that schedule. And we're real excited about that. We're going to start with, I believe, eight hours of content that we play three times a day. And eventually we're going to build it up so that we've got 24 hours a day of unique content. And uh, Eric mentioned Live 365. Live 365 technology is one of the things that are going to enable us to do that. One of the things 
uh, with our old infrastructure that's been a challenge has been introducing new content. And uh, one of the major reasons why we went to Live 365 was to make that process a lot easier. So a whole lot of technology has, has come come to bear. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot about the results of the pandemic. I'm not sure, you know, a lot of this kind of stuff would have happened had it not been for the pandemic. Um, none of us wanted, obviously, the pandemic to happen, but uh, we have really uh, made some incredible strides as a result, you know, out of necessity. But, you know, we at ACB don't ever do things halfway. <laughs> you know, if we're going to jump in and do something, you know, we, we go all the way with it. That's and, true. And, and uh, you know, the uh, <laughs> I, I love to tell this story, but the first virtual convention was actually the general sessions were actually run out of my garage in my house um, where it was 95 degrees um, and we were. Uh, doing a whole lot of stuff for the very first time, but you know, we 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 proved to ourselves that there was just a lot of capability. We were very much on the cutting edge at that point with that stuff. So, so we continue to innovate. We will continue to innovate, and uh, um, and there there is just so many op- so much opportunity for people to come in to uh, help with ACB Media to volunteer with ACB Media, um, and uh, you know to help create some of this content with us. I would guess that when I was asked to come in, one of the things that that Rick talked to me about was content. And a lot of our content came from mainstream, from shows that aired on mainstream. And with the pandemic, we had, you know, 20, 30, 40 events per week. Now we're up to over 100 per week. And when I go back and edit slightly, uh, some of the community events I find that mm, probably 90% of the events that I put up for rebroadcast are community. So a lot of our content issues are not solved yet, but many of them are, especially as it relates to community. There's a lot of good stuff that comes out of community and and, and you get a chance to hear. The only problem right now is, is that the replays are not necessarily on a schedule, but that will change as well as Rick said. And Eric, this is the Advocacy Update podcast, and certainly the ACB Media provides us an additional communication channel, uh, additional ways to share the work that we're doing and engage our members in ACB's advocacy efforts. Uh, But would, I guess, would the ways that the organization as a whole has remained flexible and innovative and has pivoted over the last couple of years uh, to still serve our members. Would that be possible without this expansion and growth in ACB media? No, I don't think so. Uh, What we have been able to do is adapt uh, our approach uh, through modalities that not just our members, but the blind and visually impaired communities uh, that they're using, uh, that they're accessing all around the world. And that's one of the really cool aspects of, of our maturation and evolution over the last couple of years is, you know, 
folks folks have Amazon Echoes in in Australia. They've got access to you know the the app store to to download ACB Link or Google Play. Uh, you know, there's access to the World Wide Web everywhere to go into acbmedia.org. And, you know, the, the, the key is, is the kind of the, the iterative and evolution of all of this, uh, making it more professional, uh, understanding that much of this content is still member generated, but when you go and you listen to a lot of these podcasts or shows, yeah, they're member generated, but they're really well done. And it's interesting subject matter. And, you know, that drives people to want to listen. Uh, Some of it is very timely. Uh, I would argue this podcast is likely the most timely uh, show that, that ACB puts out because number one, it comes out every week. And also uh, the type of work that we do in the advocacy arena, you know, in, in the, you know, the DC advocacy arena uh, can tend to be very, very timely. And this, this is a perfect vehicle to get the word out on legislation or regulations or other advocacy issues. So, you know, the, the, the last couple of years has, have provided us the opportunity to adapt and to flex uh, in in ways that, I mean, frankly, I didn't I didn't see coming four or five years ago. Some of it was, uh, you know, I, I felt a, a pressure for us to to take a look and modernize. And, and literally, it was about two years ago now, Rick, wasn't it, where we got together and had some facilitated discussions about the future of ACB radio. Yep. Yep. And, and those discussions really begat a lot of the changes that you uh, and, and the listeners are, are encountering today with regard to podcast feed, with regard to a a new website, acbmedia.org and, and other changes. Um, this this can't happen though without a dedicated team of people, and it's a it's a mix of volunteers and staff people, and uh, working together with with common goals. Uh, you know we're not where we need to be yet. I don't know that we'll ever get there. Um, I think I, I view this as a as a continuous journey, uh, because really what we're trying to do is meet the needs uh, of an ever changing audience. And that audience, some of whom are our members, some more of whom are likely not members yet, but are interested in our content. And uh, many of these folks don't even live in the U.S. They live abroad. That, that you know, being able to to get our stuff together, to to be able to get our our technological um, act together, and and you know, make it easier for folks to access content has opened it up so that you have people that host uh, community calls in the UK and in Canada and in Dubai and elsewhere. Um, and, and those events are, are podcasts, 
that are now available through our podcast feed. And uh, it, you know, we, we're reaching a global audience with it, which I just, I'm, I'm so excited by. And uh, the future is, is very bright for, for ACB media and for the American Council of the Blind. There's even a song. That <laughs> talks about it's so bright you got to wear shades, Rick. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. There's even a song about that. You know, one of the things we haven't talked about was when we went from calling it ACB ACB Radio to ACB Media. That's really when we single with you know signaled a real um, uh, paradigm shift in terms of what we were trying to do. Uh, you know, we we wanted to take things out of the realm of a single channel. And all of a sudden, media became several communication channels that are all, you know, basically working in concert with one another. And so, you know, we like to think that ACB media is, is a much bigger thing conceptually, but also in reality than what ACB radio was, which tended to be regarded as just the Internet streams were, were much more than that these days. And... Rick, uh, Rick and Eric, we've been getting some interesting data recently on uh, the engagement with ACB media, the content that's being consumed. As Larry shared, uh, some popular ways of interacting with ACB media, like uh, podcasts, either via the telephone or Victor Stream. But Rick, what what else is the data telling us about interactions with ACB media? Well, the data is really cool because we have data. Uh, you know, we when you measure, uh, you know, radio or when you measure broadcast type information, you always want to try to get down to how many listeners and how many hours they're consuming the uh, consuming the content. One of the cool things with the internet is that's very measurable. So Live 365 really measures what's called the total listener hours. So we know how many listener hours people, you know, a listener hour is literally the equivalent of one person listening for an entire hour. And anybody that listens less than 10 minutes, I think it is, doesn't get counted. So uh, we've looked at numbers over the last six months. We had some you know, I, I, when you look at the bottom line, it, you know, it's pretty impressive. 100,000 hours of, of listening, um, you know, over, you know, the previous few months, um, you know, is, is, is pretty impressive, I think. On the, on the podcast side, um, and one of the other things we can do is we can, we, we've got information that we can put our fingers on now in terms of what people are listening to, what's the most important stuff, not most important. I, 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 that was not said properly. Everything that we broadcast. That's in the eye of the beholder, yeah, right? Every, everything that goes on ACB media is, is pertinent. And, um, you know, what I meant to say was popular in, in terms of the numbers, um, you know, there. You know, one of the things we have found on the con- on the podcast side is some of the some of the there are podcasts that are more popular than we ever would have guessed. Um, you know, the example, and it's a very dramatic one, is Lively Latin over a six month period was the number one downloaded podcast. 
Who would have uh, thought that? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I thought there was a problem with the data <laughs> <laughs> and I kept going back and, and looking at what I had done and no, that's what the data was saying. So, so, um, you know, at a podcast level, we know we can get that data down to individual episodes um, and can uh, generate reports that show uh, which episodes within uh, various feeds we can aggregate this data together. And uh, so, uh, I mean, we can look at things like just convention data, but we can combine convention data with other stuff. We can look at, you know, what, what uh, the consumption patterns are. And one of the cool things that we can do, and we haven't really had an opportunity to do much of it yet because we really haven't had baseline data uh, but now we've got like 18 months of data running under Pinecast, running under Live 365. So we can start doing trend analysis. Um, and we will start doing that to see if, you know, how our stuff is trending. Um, I mean, one would like to think that our convention listening uh, will trend on a pot, you know, on an upward uh, growth pattern over time. And, and, uh, and so, so we look at the data internally and, uh, you know, part of what uh, we were talking about this morning as an example were some things that didn't quote unquote perform perhaps as well as we think they have potential to. So we're going to focus some attention on promoting some of that stuff more than we have in the past, that, that type of stuff. So, so the data is, uh, is something that we've always had anecdotal data in the past, you know, data that. A lot of it is what we think is true. Now we've got data that can really, uh, really is very quantifiable and it's hard to argue with. Eric, uh, I mean, one of the main reasons of doing this podcast is to convey how ACB media is, is really becoming integral uh, and part of the backbone of ACB as an organization. Do you think our, our members and the broader community understand the, the value that ACB media brings to the table? I, I think it's becoming a lot more apparent as we are able to, you know, work really hand in glove uh, with community and community events, along with our state affiliate conventions. Um, the ACB media, uh, you know, moniker is a lot more prevalent today than it has been, than was, I would argue, ACB radio, because we're doing yeah. a lot more stuff. We are assisting uh, as I said, our, our, our state affiliates with conventions. And I would argue, uh, Rick and Larry, you guys are up to your elbows in this every spring and fall, but I would, I would argue that there is a, a lot greater uptick in uh, our affiliates seeking our assistance to stream their conventions than there ever has been before. Probably, yeah, no, you know, there's probably what, 70, 80% of them now that, that yeah, wish to have yeah. almost, all. almost, yeah. all. almost all of them want uh -huh. to be streamed. And then we, 
we get involved in various levels of helping them produce the actual events. But yeah, um, so, so we have you know so many more touch points with you know so many more people. And one of the things, Eric, that just astounded me this year, uh, and to me is an indication of of um, of the reach, was our auction that we just had had incredibly uh, was incredibly successful. Brought in. Uh, a ton of money. And, and the thing that was so gratifying to me was that's a statement. I mean, it, it brought in twice as much as we have in the past. Right around 40,000. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. compete competes now that dollar amount with our summer auction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, it's very gratifying that people, you know, that thing was clearly the ACB media auction. And people attributed so much value to that that they were willing to to donate that kind of money. Uh, and of course, uh, Leslie Spoon, uh, you know, and her whole team do such a tremendous job putting these auctions together. But none of us expected that this year. And it, it to me, it was just a real indication that that yeah. Uh, uh, we're really mainstream. Well, and, and not, I, I mean, we're, you know, uh, I, I mean, we're just so well known and so well uh, accepted uh, within the organization nowadays is, is just something that's always there. Well, thank you for sharing that, uh, that sentiment. And it could not agree more. I know when there's special events like the ACB Media Holiday Auction, or certainly our, our conference and convention, my favorite way to listen in and consume ACB Media content is with the ACB Link smartphone app. I uh, just love the, the user interface. I think it's really intuitive um, and simple to navigate. And I can play it in the background uh, while using other applications uh, or doing other things around the house. However, if I want to consume specific podcasts, my favorite way to engage with ACB Media is to do it via my uh, podcast player. And I'm not fancy. I just use the one that comes native on the iPhone. But Swatha, what's your favorite way to engage with ACB Media? Um, I am a big fan of using this Amazon, Amazon Echo Skill, um, and for podcasts, I will use my podcast player as well. Um, I'm partial Spotify, so. All right, and Eric, you're, uh, you're on Team A-Lady? Well, it, it depends. So I, I like you, Clark, um, I, I like the ACB Link app for some of the live streaming events. Um, uh, I know you and I have walked up and down the hall together with dueling <laughs> the link app open in our pockets, listening to, you know, our virtual convention uh, in 2020 and 2021. Uh, when I'm at home, uh, I really, I really like the, uh, the Alexa skill and being able to access content uh, through the Alexa skill. It, it's just easy and the sound quality is really good. And ultimately, I think I'm no different than anybody else. I just want it to be easy to access and it's made it pretty easy to access. 
And Larry, how about you? It depends. I think probably if I'm involved in actual content in terms of meetings, I have two computers and a phone. And if I have meetings that are running concurrently, sometimes on all, I'm on all of them. Not often, because that's tough. But it does happen occasionally. So I, a lot of the time I'm here at my desk working on something, editing, and I'll listen on my PC. That's my favorite way to do it. But when I'm cooking dinner or doing something around the house or out somewhere where I'm away from the house, then I'll either use uh, Alexa or my phone. Searching. Oh, she just said searching. We'll edit that part out too because we don't. Then we got to pay her. And, and Rick, how about you? Um, you know, the Alexa skill, I think, is tremendous. And I, I use that a lot. Um, I, you know, a lot of times I'll have, when I'm monitoring things to make sure things are going well, I'll be listening on all the various sources of stuff. I, I use Link quite a bit, too. Um, and uh, you know, one of the cool things that happened at this year's convention, by the way, you know, which was a hybrid, was we kept hearing over and over and over that people were consuming the convention in their hotel rooms. You know, they were going back to their hotel rooms and listening on ACB link and, and, and that type of stuff. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm a combination of ACB link and, and, uh, and the Alexa skill. I love it. So many ways for ACB media content to be consumed for our members in the global community to engage with ACB through ACB media. Right, and for other ways you ACB, we can engage with, engage with ACB media. Um, they already covered some earlier, but just reiterate. Um, we have the phone, we have the stream, we have the computer, the website, and also have the Alexa skill and the Link app. Of course, folks can go to the the website of acbmedia.org if they're looking for some content in particular or they want to check the calendar, the schedule, or just learn more about what we talked about today, how ACB Media is supporting the mission of the American Council of the Blind. Yeah, absolutely. And if you have any, if our listeners have any advocacy issues or talk, talk, things, you want, things you want to talk about, um, with us, you can email Clark and me at advocacy at acb.org. Um, Rick Moore, Larry Gassman, and Eric Bridges, thank you for joining us today. Thank, thank you. you thank you. Thank you very much. Enjoyed enjoyed being here very much. Thank you. Yep, definitely. And, and Clark, as always. We say keep advocating. This episode of the ACB Advocacy Update has been made possible in part through the support of ACB of Minnesota. ACBM wants to send along heartfelt greetings to all of its family throughout the ACB community. Having hosted two outstanding and invigorating ACB national conventions, they are committed to expanding opportunity for Americans who are blind and visually impaired. ACBM supports the James R. Olson Memorial Scholarship honoring one of its past members, and they continue to not let life during these challenging times slow down. ACBM invites all to their informative bi-monthly community conference calls, ranging on everything from sports and technology to gardening 
and loving life in the land of 10,000 lakes. They hold quarterly monthly membership meetings, monthly coffee gatherings, and monthly board meetings. To learn more about ACBM, visit their website at www.acbminnesota.org or call 612-223-5543. ACBM, a supporter of the ACB Media Network.